What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Yeah, hello. Yep. Welcome into the Eric St. Show podcast. Daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Hello to you all. My gosh, ghouls, goblins, whatnot. It is Halloween. Yeah. Okay, so you know you kind of got to get ready uh, for the for the little ones coming up to the house. Did you know that there's different types of like pumpkins that you can put out, colored pumpkins, which are code, I guess. Um, I think if you have like a purple pump, no, wait a minute, a blue pumpkin, that means that you're this is a friendly house for a child that has autism 99 out of 100 kids these days are autistic and so you know if you have a blue pumpkin i'm told uh that is you know means that if the child comes to the house you won't have any like sensory overload because that's one thing that you don't want to do is to have sensory overload for a child that is, uh, you know, finding their way throughout the autism world, I guess, is the way to say it. That's the way no one says it, but the way I just said it. So, and then I think there is, uh, there's also different color-coded pumpkins, but I forget. I think there's one that, oh, okay, there's another color, but I don't remember the color, for you're aware of peanut allergies. Now, I don't know if it really uh, uh, means anything, but it's just like, uh, or maybe not peanut allergies, just allergies in general. I'm like, well, okay, great. So, so you're aware of it, but what does that mean you're doing for for these kids? I mean, it it really puts the um, uh, it, it it makes it a little murky, in my opinion, for the people that the homeowner and what they're giving away. You know, I think that it's, it's asking a bit much. Uh, I am not going to put out any uh, autism awareness things. And even though I have a grandchild that has autism, uh, I'm not going to go scream in a kid's ear or anything like that at the same time. Uh, to me, I'm just going to, the kids bang on the door, throw the candy in. Hey, thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Uh, thanks a lot. I don't know why I'd say thank you. Uh, have fun. Uh, Chris says it's not not my job to police your kids' allergies, and I, I kind of agree with that. I mean, you you put the food, you put the candy into the, uh, into the bucket or whatever, and then, you know, the parents have to go, you know, when, before the kids dig into it and decide, okay, well, you can eat this and you cannot eat that. You know, um, that's pretty much where I stand on that. And, and the autism awareness. I mean, I, I would like to think that, at, you know, in general, parents have a handle on it. Uh, 
Juju X2, thank you for following the show. Uh, I welcome you. And then I think there's one, there's another color-coded one. There's allergies, and then there's autism, and then there's epilepsy. And what I was reading was the epilepsy pumpkin. I'm not sure what, I think that's purple. If the the, uh, pumpkin is purple, that means, and I swear to God, all it means is they're aware that epilepsy exists. So basically, you're just saying, hey, purple pumpkin, people have epilepsy. Well, who gives a shit? I mean, uh, I, I would think that if you were doing the purple one, that would be indicative of like no strobes because strobes can bring on like seizures. Um, But all right. Who knew that uh, Halloween could get so complex? Now, where I live, you have the occasional, <clears throat> excuse me, um, household that uh, Halloween is not observed because there is a um, notion that it is of the devil. <laughs> so you have to deal with that. You just stay away from the... Those folks, you know, they want to make sure that no one bangs on the door. In fact, my sweet neighbors, uh, the Alleluias, they um, they they shut it all down. You know, no no lights on outside of the house, no lights on inside of the house. They stay in the house, huddled up in a corner, and if anybody bangs on the door, they they shriek. You don't want to do that. Stay away from those houses. This is not this is not their time. It's time to be a heathen and go get some candy. Uh, Chris says, hey, I'm, I'm getting uh, an ad on Twitch. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. You're subscribed. Uh, I, I, I don't know why that is. I, I'm not on the receiving end of the show. I'm on the giving end of the show, so I don't know what is up with that. I didn't do anything different. I apologize. Um, but yeah, we are all about it. Uh, Halloween is here. And then of course, you know, uh, hopefully people did their due diligence with what they're giving away. Uh, it's at this time of the year that we oftentimes hearken back to, um, God, uh, when we were kids, you'd have those, those plastic masks on, which just, oh God, your face gets so hot and starts to smell like your breath. It's terrible. Yeah, uh, you you end up going to two houses and then you 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 put the damn mask up, and it's like, oh, this is terrible. Jesus, uh, and then occasionally you'll get the house that gives like fruit, and that is ridiculous. Giving fruit, uh, occasionally a handful of pennies, but no one else gives it, so it's just kind of like fucking. You have like fifty cents. And a bunch of uh, and a bunch of candy. Apparently, the prime crown does not mean that he's subscribed, Eric. Well, ah, shit, I don't know anything about this prime thing. I'm just gonna ignore all that. Okay, so here we go. On Halloween 2022, uh, this is ghoulish. Imagine if. You know, you're you're living in whatever community and you happen to see this 
a dog. Now, the dog is walking down the street somewhere in Mexico. And uh, the dog is carrying something that's blurred out. That's because it's gross. And it's some dude's head. Holy crap. That's exactly right. Can you imagine just living, uh, trying to you know, work a job, raise your family, and because of the uh, uh, massive uh, uh, turf war going on between rival cartels, someone has to see okay, they end up uh, cutting some guy up and just throwing him on the street, and then a dog ends up picking up the head. I have actual video from this. Audio check. Video check. This is how this unfolded. Some guy was just uh, going out. He just busted out his phone and shot video of this as the dog is walking down the street. Look at something about a paddle. Uh, that's something to do with the dog. Look at the dog is walking down the street with the dude's freaking head. <laughs> what a shithole. Oh, no wonder why these people uh, uh, make a run for the border. Any Anywhere but here is what that boils down to. Anywhere but here. My God. Uh, the residents of a town in north central Mexico was stunned to see a dog running down the street with a human head in its mouth. Officials in the violence plague sta- uh, state of Zacatecas confirmed the incident and said police eventually managed to wrestle the head away from the dog. You know that's like a low man on the totem pole job. All right, who's going to go get that? <laughs> Dogs protecting dude's head. A law enforcement official who was not authorized to be quoted by name said the head and other body parts had been left in an ATM booth in the town of Monte Escobedo late Wednesday. The human remains were left with a message referring to a drug cartel. uh, cartel, But before police could act, a stray dog took off with the head. God. Zacatecas has been the scene of a bloody extended turf war between local gangs backed by the Sinaloa and Jalisco drug cartels. My God. Drug cartels in Mexico frequently leave notes alongside heaps of dismembered human remains as a way to intimidate rivals or authorities. Yeah, but why do you have to throw it in like a neighborhood? Can't you guys like uh, drive by one of the uh, drug cartel leaders' houses and throw it on his fucking front lawn? I mean, why do you got to leave it at an ATM? Some poor son of a bitch needs to go get money. And he's like, ah, shit. What the fuck? In June, the bodies of seven men were found in a popular popular tourist region with warning messages written on their corpses. Referencing the Gulf Cartel, which operates mainly along the U.S. border to the north. In April, six severed heads were reportedly discovered on a car roof in Mexico with a sign warning others, this will happen to anyone who messes around. No problem there. My God. 
Ben says, I'm guess they're used to it. Just kick the head out of the way and use the ATM. Man, what a shit show. Uh, all right. It was a busy weekend for your old pal, Eric Zane. Uh, for a change, I didn't have a lot going on uh, outside of like the house. And uh, so it was like a day for chores and that's all like boring as shit. But uh, I will say this. We are now down to the home stretch. Uh, this is the end of October. That means uh, tomorrow being the first um, 19 days from right now until my, my middle child, my oldest daughter is married to Justin and, um, this is how I feel about that right now. I keep thinking back to when she was a little girl and I get like half emotional about it. I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe it. My daughter's getting married. Jesus, this is incredible. I remember when you were first born, I'm doing all of that. It's all just kind of flashing in front of me. And, uh, so I've got my, uh, my speech. We've got, you know, uh, uh, yesterday or Saturday was the day that, uh, Jacqueline is, um, going ahead and, and establishing the seating chart, who's sitting where and, and all that shit. But then Friday, Diana says, Hey, we have to go shopping. I go, we do. Uh, what's up? Yes, we're going shopping. Uh, we have to go to Hobby Lobby. I'm like, oh my God. And we have to go to Michael's. So two craft stores. Now, you know that you're just beaten into submission and you're, uh, you know, on the, on the right page, on the right side of things. Victory is within your grasp. Uh, if when she says that, you go, okay. She goes, it's me, you, Justin, and Jackie. And we're going to go there. We're going to go to those stores. We got to get this, that, and it's uh, like, I guess, frames and all these uh, various uh, accoutrements for the wedding. Uh, and then afterwards, we're going out to eat. Now, I was having a, a bit of a rough day because uh, on my left foot, the plantar fasciitis was hurting like hell. And on the right foot, uh, where I cut my foot with the chainsaw, was also hurting like hell. I'd been on my feet quite a bit, so I was having a little bit of problems. So I was limping around like an idiot. And, uh, I mean, it was like as soon as we got out of the car and they started going out towards Hobby Lobby, I was, like, very slow. And they're like, come on, hurry up. And I'm like, you know, I'm here. I'm queer. Get used to it. I, I'm doing my best. Uh, I'll catch up. I'll see you in the store. And, you know, I don't even know what the fuck they're buying. So I wander in there. And, uh, but I kind of like um, get lost while they're doing their thing. Because every aisle I go down, they then leave the aisle and I'm like alone. So then I find something, though, that catches my eye. Uh, model rocketry. I didn't realize you could buy model rockets at Hobby Lobby. And fuck, man. 
I was like, shit, yes. Because, you know, uh, some time ago, back with the old Freebear and Hot Wings days, we ended up getting our hands on a rocket, and I built that fucking thing. And that was so much fun. So I'm like, oh, Jesus, now this would be great for my grandkids. Me, Jim, and the grandkids shooting off model rockets, just like when Jim and Jackie were kids. Blast off! Oh, no, the chute blew off! Um, so I was like, oh, this is great. So I'm looking at these model rockets. I'm like, yeah, maybe I should, should get one of these. And I saw there's this one that goes like 1,500 feet in the air. I mean, way up, way up. Model rockets are freaking fun. Oh, no, oh, no the chute blew off! Um, so then I hear... Jackie, dad, dad, let's go. Come on. I'm like, ah, fuck. I ended up not getting one. I should have. Wander out of that store. Now, now I'm hurting. I am hurting. All right. We only got to go to one more store. And then we go and they, uh, they got to get picture frames because I guess at a, at a wedding, you know, you have to do the, um, love is in our hearts for those who took the dirt nap and cannot be here with us. And then you got to have picture frames of the dearly departed. So my mother and then, uh, Justin's uh, dad, uh, terribly sad. Um, Justin's father passed away when he was only like, like 10 years old. And, uh, so, you know, you got to have a picture of, of, uh, of Dave, you got to have a picture of my mom. I think Justin's grandpa passed recently. And so they're sitting there doing the math in like the picture frame area. And they're like, okay, uh, oh, Dave, my, and, uh, we got my brother-in-law. I hope to God that they have a picture frame for, for Dave. I wonder if they kept him out. I don't remember his name being mentioned. You know, one half of the Doobie brothers, Kevin's brother, Diana's brother. So they're like, oh, and they're just contemplating. They go, well, what about this person? Well, if we have this person, then we got to have this person. And we have this person. And then finally, uh, I'm like, why don't you just make it to like uh, uh, family members? Well, if we do that, then we can't do this. And we do that. And it's like, Jesus Christ, we're going to have a, a table full of dead people. Everyone who's died in the past three years in America. <laughs> oops, Have to... Uh, <laughs> have to get a picture, I guess. But they settled on it finally, and off we go. Good. Then, okay, now where we're at in Grand Rapids is extremely busy. It's a place called Alpine Road. And um, as we pull out, Dionysus, um, you know, it's like 8 o'clock at night. And they go, where do you want to go to eat? I go, I, I don't care. And so I go into the first place, and it's like Logan's. And then they start talking. Well, maybe we sh it's packed. Maybe we don't go. And I'm like, uh, okay, well, so then I start backing out and Diana starts having a temper tantrum. Oh, God, I'm starving. I go, well, you you said we didn't have to go. And oh, so it was all weird. And she kind of lost her temper. And But it was all like passive aggressive and weird. And I'm like, well, all right. And then they said, well, let's just go get some food. Like, takeout. Uh, all right, fine. So I'm like, uh, how about that? I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, how about that? I don't know. What do you guys think? So this, you know, of course, 
And then you're going to see 15 restaurants. And then by the time you get to the end of all this uh, uh, restaurant uh, row area, uh, then the, the, they'll say, let's go back to the first one and start there. You know, that's how it always works out. It's ridiculous. And finally, I go, Arby's. You love Arby's. How about Arby's? I guess. Oh, Jesus. All right, we're going to Arby's. Go in there. And the chick working the counter does not want to be there. And I thought she was going to stab us. And she's like, I'm going to help you. Oh, yeah, I'll take uh, number two. I'm sorry? A small, a small, medium, or large. Oh, uh, medium is, is great. Thank you. I mean, it's just like that. You can tell. She's just like so pissed. She hates her life so bad. It's like, I, I, I just can't do that. I, I, uh, if I were in that uh, that industry, I, I don't know. I just some, uh, something about that whole dynamic. I'm going to take it out on this stranger. I, I am having a bad day. My life sucks. I am going to take it out on this random person in front of me right now. What the fuck? Get the food. As we're waiting for the food, and Arby's is one of those restaurants. It takes like an hour to get the food. We're standing there at the front, and the door opens. And preceding the people that are coming in, this uh, stalest cigarette and body odor smell I've smelled in a long time. And it just came pouring in. And no one else bats an eye. And I immediately, with this giant nose, I'm like, oh my God, fucking shit, fuck. I go, let's move over. And so uh, we get out of the way. And uh, finally, eventually get the food. And I, this couple, oh, my God. The um, amount of stink. It had uh, Zaniac written all over him. I was like, son of a bitch. This is a, these are former listeners of mine. They have to be. They have to be in part, part of that stinky, disgusting pack. Shit, fuck. I wander, we wander over it way in the back. And um, we sit down. And this Arby's was fucking filthy, by the way. Um, and we're sit- sitting there, and they sit, this couple, like on the opposite side. And when they got into the dining area, way far away, I could still smell them. I go, can you can you guys smell these people right now? Can you smell the balls, the body odor, and the cigarettes? Can can you smell that? No. I'm like, yeah, that is that is what I have right now. We have to get the hell out of here. Um, all right. Uh, we leave and the guy, he has a old beat up Ford Taurus with an enormous yellow flashing light on the top. Like he's some type of, I'm not sure, stink police or what. And, uh, the back seat is full with all of his belongings so this is no doubt some homeless fucking guy who who, uh, who worked. And then he had an interaction with Justin. Justin is there and he's wearing a pair. He, had, he went from work to home and then out with us. So he's wearing like his clothes at work. So he has a pair of like dress shoes on, dressy shoes. And the guy who smelled like balls and cigarettes goes, man, I don't know how you wear those. So uncomfortable. And Justin's like, uh, yeah, 
It's like, Jesus Christ. Well, this guy's, there, there's no way this guy has wore, ever worn a pair of dress shoes in his entire life. Ben says, who sits down at a fast food restaurant? You get your shit and go home like a responsible adult. True. And we should have done that. Uh, but we got the food, got the hell out of there. That was the Friday. I put in my time and that was it. And then Saturday, she goes, we got more shopping to do. I go, I, I can't. I've got, I got work to do. I have, I have to get these leaves picked up in the yard. No, I've got things. Thank God. Holy shit. So we are in the home stretch, ladies and gentlemen, to the wedding extravaganza. Uh, yesterday or this weekend, um, was the, uh, the, the world series got underway. I, uh, I found out there is a group known as the black Pumas, which I don't know. Is that kind of like black Panthers? Um, the guy's name is, um, Eric Burton. Eric Burton is the lead singer of the black Pumas. And I think, uh, so you have the opening of the World Series. I think it opened up in uh, in Houston. So I guess he's like um, uh, a local guy. Houston gave the job to Black Puma singer Eric Burton to sing the Star Spangled Banner before Friday's Game 1 at Minute Maid Park. Which, by the way, Houston was up 5 nothing in that game. Justin Verlander on the bump, and they fucked it all up. Philly came back and won that game. I don't even know if there's been a game two. I don't really follow this shit. But uh, Valdez silences Phillies in game two. So that looks like the Houston won game two. That's about all I know about it. Um, but the dude for the Black Pumas, Eric Burton, he uh, he sang the anthem. And he uh, fucked it all up. So that is a reason to tune in, man, when you see some guy ruin the national anthem. I think he sings quite well, but, man, did he butcher it. Audio check, video check. Here we go. And now, to honor America. Oops. Been getting that a lot. Of our national anthem. Please welcome, from Austin, Texas, six-time Grammy-nominated singer. Darkness. Songwriter and co-founder of the Black Pumas band, Eric Burton. And now, ladies and gentlemen, our national anthem. Boy, that announcer, that PA announcer, has some serious pipes. Okay, so a little flat right to start. But he turns it around. So he starts out flat, and then he kind of, like, dials it in. But... It isn't how flat he is that's the problem. It's the fact that he mangled the words. Oh, say can you see? All right, he's fixed it. By the dawn's early. Damn it. What so proudly we at the twilight's last dreaming. He said at the twilight's last dreaming. 
whose broad stripes and bright stars drew the perilous fight so Nope. Supposed to be or the ramparts. Oh no. Look at little Altuve. Oh no. He's still throwing dreaming in there. Uh, for once, I would just love to see like the camera on a player and a player's like eyebrow raised like with that cringe face. The bombs bursting in air through the night that a flag was still there. I like his voice. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet the land of the free? All right. Okay, so as far as anthems go, out of all the anthems that have been murdered, that was probably the best job at murdering the anthem. Okay? <laughs> Nick says, this guy stinks. It's Texas. They should have had Ted Nugent do it. Oh, come on. Ben Weller says Roseanne did better. Another stupid ass comment. Bullshit. Where's Doc Rivers when you need him? That's the guy that put his arm around the chick and said, here, let me help you sing it. I thought this guy did well, except for just, you know, getting the words wrong. Dreaming, streaming. I, I'll never understand how anyone can fuck up the anthem. In fact, if I had, Kyle writes, this is why kneeling is acceptable. Shit. Uh, if I, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> if I had the ability to sing and I was uh, tasked with the job of singing the anthem, I would have the words written down and I would say, hello, ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited about singing the anthem for you, but so I don't look like any of these fuck faces who fuck it up, I am going to have the words right in front of me and I am going to sing them while looking at them. Thank you. Here we go. I have sang the anthem once, and this is an old story that some of you may acknowledge, may have heard, but a lot of you may not have. This goes back to probably the year 1999. And uh, I was doing hockey PA, just like I do now for this old school hockey team, no longer in existence, called the Knoxville Speed. And this was a, 
you're getting ready to, you know, start the game and anthem has to be sung and hey, where's the anthem singer? Well, I don't know. We can't find the there's no singer. Singer has stood us up. And uh people we can't I you know, I guess we can't start the game, right? I mean, now I I think it would be acceptable to have just said, ladies and gentlemen, due to circumstances beyond our control, ladies and gentlemen, due to circumstances beyond our control, we do not have an anthem singer this evening. Thus, I will get us started and we will sing it as a group. And then do the first line and then everybody takes over. Corey says, how do you not have a recording as backup? That's a great question. That's a great question. It's because it was a Mickey Mouse operation, as my dad would say. So um, people started looking at me, and I'm like, oh, God, you don't want me to sing this, do you? And so I'm sitting there in between the penalty boxes, same spot I do the games now at. And uh, I go, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to honor America, here is the national anthem. Anthem singer tonight, me. <laughs> so I actually introduced myself like that, stepped out onto the ice, spotlight on me, and sang the anthem. <laughs> and it sounded like fuck. Oh, true story. It happened. Incredible. The Eric Zane Show podcast is powered by the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. This thing's amazing. These people sent me one, and I'm so happy. I love it so much. It's a lock. It's a 2K camera. It's a doorbell. Three-in-one triple security. You know, a lot of the times when you buy something that's like a camera so you can see who's at your door, you're going to have to pay a monthly fee. That is not the case with the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. And by the way, I want you to search E-U-F-Y Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. The Eufy Video Lock is easy to install, set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. Thank goodness, because if I did that, there'd be holes all over the place. It'd be horrible. Keyless entry, no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full. Never worry about the kids losing keys or passing among the renters. One second unlocking with, get this, AI self-learning chip embedded. The more you use it, the more accurate it will be. It's fingerprint recognition on this thing. You got to try this out. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Full three-in-one triple security with Eufy. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live 
live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Well, we are off and running on a Monday edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you are enjoying the show on Twitch. Um, I'm sorry, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. I am going to say goodbye to you now. So if you would, if you want the show in its entirety, you have to go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live, go there, give yourself a username, follow the page, subscribe to the page. Just go like you're opening up any other window, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live, or on your phone, download the Twitch app. It's very easy to do. Search Eric Zane live once you get uh, to the app and get that up and running. And then, boom, you're in business. You can take the show with you as you drive, as you uh, as you do your uh, daily stuff, as it happens live. If you don't want it live, if you're still on Twitch, you can get the video on demand. They uh, replay so you can uh, watch whatever you want. And then the audio podcast, wherever you download shows, just search Eric Zane Show podcast on all the platforms, all there for you. Okay. So I will say goodbye to everybody on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter now. Facebook and Twitch brought to you my, uh, by my friends at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. Open enrollment tomorrow begins tomorrow. If you ever want to say hello to me, send me an email, comments, thoughts, suggestions eric at ericzaneshow.com on the shoreliners striping inbox maureen says get us video of this i would not even know where to begin of the uh, of the video of me singing the anthem kenny says those poor poor people that is a uh, judgmental thing to say shut up you couldn't do any better Whitney Houston's version is the only version that needs to be performed. She did do a fantastic version. Absolutely fantastic. All right. So we're off and running. Another week has begun. Uh, This pro tip, someone gave me this suggestion some time ago, and boy, does it work. When it comes to picking up leaves, because I see my neighbor... He, uh, he starts mowing the leaves and then he moves the mower like six inches and the bag is full. And then, uh, you know, he fills up his waste bin very quickly and then he has to dump uh, the leaves into the bags and that's those uh, brown standing bags, which is not the easiest thing in the world to do. But I have some pro tips for you that works every single time. What you do on your mower, a lot of mowers have the function where it becomes a mulcher, so the bag comes off, or you like move a lever, and then uh, the the whatever the mower is cutting just stays on the grass. So what you do is you mow it at like two and a half or whatever setting you normally mow at, and mow it all in mulch. So then it's all chopped up into bits. 
Then you put the bag on and you go over it all again, but one setting lower. You lower the deck one. You know how those like uh, you you move the wheels to lower the deck, lower it just one setting, and then it'll suck it all up. And um, because it's already small and finite, because you chopped it once, it occupies an incredible uh, uh, amount of space less than if you just go straight leaf to bag. Okay. It works flawlessly, man. I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, you got to do it twice, but in the end, you don't even touch a rake, you know? And uh, so that was part of uh, Eric's big uh, chore tour that went on yesterday. I just wanted to pass along the pro tip. Uh, and then when it comes to those brown bags that you put the leaves in, don't just try to dump the bag, right? It won't work. You got to take several handfuls full, put it in the bottom of the bag so it stands up, has some like structure to it. And then boom, Corey says, don't bag your leaves at all. Bullshit. You have to bag it to some degree because that shit accumulates on your grass and kills your grass. And then you look, your lawn looks like fuck and you cannot have that. No, no, no. You're full of shit. You have to bag it. No. Uh, It helps to some degree when you have some on there, but you have to get the lion's share of it wrong. You don't know what you're talking about, fucking hillbilly. I don't believe any of you guys. You do it your way, and then I'll do it the right way. All right? Okay. Moving on. A sideline reporter has been canceled. And this one is total bullshit. Oh, my God. So the Tennessee Volunteers football team is great this year. They are now second in the nation. I think their next game, it's one versus two, Georgia versus Tennessee. Okay, that's a huge, huge one right there. Well, this young lady, her name is uh, Casey Funderburg with an F. Casey Funderburg. And she's... uh. She's been, um, uh, she's worked her way up the ranks and she works on the SEC network and, and, uh, she was a sideline reporter and she covers UT basketball and all that shit. And, uh, you know, I'm finding her way in the industry and, uh, now she's done. She has lost her gig. She's been fired, uh, scrubbed from the UT website and, uh, she will never see the light of day again. Her life is essentially over, and here's how it unfolded. Um, With the Tennessee game, this uh, most recent game, Tennessee uh, uh, unveiled their, they're called the Tennessee blackout uniforms. So you know how, like, teams will um, um, do something that's not traditional to get, uh, you know, maybe uh, sell a few more jerseys. And it's just something cool. So the Tennessee Volunteers, which normally it's orange and white, they did all black with orange stripes, and they look cool as shit. So there was uh, someone who is a, um, a a troll to Tennessee football tweeted out Richard G. West, who is known in the Tennessee sports world for trolling content, posted about Tennessee's blackout uniforms for Saturday's games. Quote, all fans will be asked to wear black clothes 
and paint their face all black as well. Okay? So, Casey Funderburg, the young lady, uh, she responded to that, and this is the mistake she made. All she was trying to do was help. She replied to the tweet saying to Tennessee fans and criticizing the account, this is a fake account and it's disgusting that this person thinks putting out a joke like this is okay. Please do not believe everything you read on Twitter, wrote Casey Funderburg per Knox News. Uh, Later in in the Twitter thread, Casey wrote, a person who thinks it's funny to put out that Tennessee is asking fans to wear blackface is disgusting. This is where I stand. Now that's it, okay? If it ended there, wonderful. However, when Casey Funderburg, who I guess is like 24, 25 right now, when she was like 12 or 13 or 14, she had posted, uh, I don't know what the context was. Maybe it was uh, quoting a rap song. When she was a kid, she, on an old post, used the N-word. And someone, because she put herself out there like this, said, hey, you know, this that blackface is disgusting. That's bullshit. Someone said, oh, yeah? Well, what about you back 10 years ago? And showed and, like, you know, framed it in that way and posted it. And it went crazy. So Tennessee fired her. Holy fuck. Oh my God. Uh, Some Twitter accounts started posting old tweets from when Funderburg was a teenager and wished she used the N-word as of Thursday. Funderburg's social media accounts were locked. Uh, Right or wrong, according to Awful Announcing, you can add her to the long list of sports personalities who have gotten in trouble or lost their jobs over their tweets. While a change.org petition to have Casey, those never work. Casey returned to her job has garnered over a thousand signatures. It seems unlikely to have much impact, especially since according to the school, she resigned. God, what the fuck? This is such bullshit. Oh my God. Tennessee Athletic Department spokesperson says she resigned from that role on Thursday. 26-year-old UT graduate also served as an on-air host for VFL Films and weekly coaches call-in show, Vol Calls. Her profile page on the UT website has been deleted. She previously worked as a sideline reporter for digital basketball broadcasts on SEC Network Plus. So she was, you know, up and coming. Uh, And... I mean, my God. School says she resigned, but OutKick reported she was uh, fired for tweets showing her writing racist slurs. Now, I don't know. I would need to see the slurs. I mean, if it said, I'm 15, and when I'm 26, I will proudly say that I said I called black people blanks. Now, if it says that, then maybe I would need I need need a little bit more context. But I don't know. This seems fucked up. 
Uh, Paul says, I wonder if a social media post has ever had a help, helpfully has ever had a helpful effect in a person career, social life seems social media posts can only harm you. LOL. Kenny says, hey, she's young and pretty. She'll bounce back and be fine. If the NASCAR and country singer can recover, she'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ben says kids should start brand new social media accounts when they turn 18 and delete everything before that. Yeah. I think that's a good, good call. My God. Corey says, just like with crimes, everything before 18 is a free pass. Jesus. Well, I don't know. I mean, I would need to see, I'd need to see context guys, but kind of true ridiculous all right so that's that her career is uh, on hold bit of a bummer uh all right she's kenny says she's young and pretty she'll make a she'll make a good recovery probably i agree with you uh not young and pretty but old and decrepit is joe biden oh my god You know, and whenever I see a Biden fuck up, I'm always like, how the hell did that even happen? Ahead of the midterms, you're seeing a lot of people that are speaking on behalf of other people. This this Senate thing is gigantic. Uh, In Congress, will the balance of power shift? Um. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to. I think that uh, it will. It will remain in Georgia, Democrat. Democrat controlled, but Pennsylvania, that Mehmet Oz thing, Mehmet Oz and uh, what's the other guy who's, who had the stroke? Jesus. But uh, Joe Biden was speaking, uh, you know, doing the usual uh, deal, trying to uh, garner support. I think Barack Obama was in Michigan. Uh, so, the, you know, you're getting a lot of this going on as we are now just uh, a handful of days away before the election. Audio check video check this is joe biden and uh, another head scratching moment here you go and by the way if they do that means not a joke everybody that's why we were defeated in, in 2018 when they tried to do it. we went to 54 states we went to 54 states and by the way if they do that means not a joke everybody that's why we were defeated in, in 2018 when they tried to do it, we went to 54 states. You know, whoever's job it is to clean up this guy's mess when he's done speaking, you're like, fuck! How the fuck do we get through this? Like, ah, you figured it out when when he was looking for the dead chick. You can do this too. That is the hardest job to have, cleaning up Joe Biden's messes after he speaks. Because all you got to do is say, uh, so Joe Biden was talking in front of people and he, he mentioned 54 states. Can you clarify what he was talking about there by 54 states? Jesus. Ridiculous. How the hell is that even possible? You know why it's possible? It's possible because he's got dementia. I'm telling you, I see this with my father all the time.
Corey says, well, clearly he's counting Puerto Rico, uh, D.C., the Virgin Islands, and and I can't think of a fourth. A fourth. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm telling you, if Liz Cheney runs and she has made the, uh, what do you call it, the representative for the red, I would vote for Liz Cheney. I'm not going to vote for any, any of these MAGA fucks. I would vote for Biden over a MAGA fuck. But if Liz Cheney can can actually earn the nomination, I would vote for her. And then I would be back to being a, a being a Republican. I will only vote for rhinos. I love rhinos. They should make that a party, the party of rhino. So it would be the cult, the rhinos, and the Democrats. Democrats would win every time. Folks, I got the Patreon going on uh, a little bit later on today. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane for the Patreon bonus podcast. Five or ten bucks a month. Sign up for the Patreon where we have just added uh, another show. That is Who Are These Zanes? Where Ben Glaze and myself review old audio of your pal Eric Zane. Old radio audio from back in the day. I dropped that show Saturday. So basically, you're getting content now six days a week on the Patreon. Undercharge, over deliver. That's the goal. Five or ten bucks a month. I suggest you just try it out because you get, uh, who are these Zanes? You get the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. You get the daily Patreon bonus. You get lost Zane recordings. You get the insane asylum and you get smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. That is 15 plus hours. Hell, we're knocking on the door of 16 hours of content every single week for five or 10 bucks a month. Try it out for one month. If you're not completely satisfied, cancel it. Okay. Or if you like it, convert it to a yearly and I will knock 10% off of the cost. The open and live stream of this show today brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance. Here we go. Open enrollment for Obamacare is tomorrow. If you are without insurance, without health care, tomorrow's the day that you're going to get it. All you have to do is reach out to Frank Fuss, 616 914 That's 616 914 he is free. He doesn't cost anything. And his expertise, you'll be using his expertise to get you insured. You and your family insured. This is ideal for people whose employers do not offer insurance. Perhaps they are self-employed, you know, like you're a, a business owner. You own, you're, maybe you're a contractor or something like that. Or, or you were recently let go from your job. 616-914-4070. He's also the Medicare Advantage Plan and Social Security expert. So he, if you have Social Security and or Medicare or both, have Frank do a checkup for you because you might not be able, you might not be utilizing everything that is entitled to you at this point in time. Hang on. <coughs> oh, excuse me. All right. 
Full House Comedy, Michael Rappaport in town this week. I'm supposed to get him on the show. Big Dick Donnie Veltman said it's happening. So I'll uh, wait and see. Fingers crossed that I can talk to Michael Rappaport. I love that guy. Uh, FullHouseComedy.com for tickets to see Michael. Kevin Nealon next week. Tickets for those shows and all other shows at FullHouseComedy.com. There's venues all around West Michigan, all under the umbrella of uh, umbrella of Full House Comedy, online at FullHouseComedy.com. Okay, if you're in the market for a new or certified pre-owned vehicle, go to Sarah Honda Granville, and this is old school. You know, uh, I don't recommend you going to the website and trying to shop for a car that way, okay, because first of all, the certified pre-owned inventory is constantly changing. They do have hundreds of vehicles on the lot, but you got to go and see them. Check them out. Pick one out, a certified pre-owned vehicle. If you can, pay cash for it and drive it off and, you know, do the old Dave Ramsey. Drive that thing to the wheels fall off. There is financing available on those vehicles. Of course, those are fine vehicles. They're like new. Or go for a brand new car. This is what you do. You go there and say, I want to test drive five brand new cars today. Pilot, CRV, Civic, Accord. Ridgeline, whatever. Uh, Honda Odyssey. Test drive them all. Figure out which one you want. You narrow your search. I want to go with the Ridgeline. Let's do it. Will I drive off the lot today? No, you will not. We have to build your car. Huh? Yeah, that's how you do it. You sit down. You figure out everything that you want on that vehicle. You work out the financing to make a couple of calls. Hour and a half later. All you got to do is set the date that you're picking up your car. Two weeks later, it shows up built with your name on it. Pick it up at sarahhondagranville.com. Right on Kanawha, just to the north of 44th Street, next to the Cracker Barrel, a West Michigan dealership, the number one Honda volume dealer in all of the state of Michigan. Okay, uh, this was the weekend that Michigan and Michigan State played. Michigan comes into that game fourth. MSU sucks. They somehow managed three wins this year, but they stink. Okay. And uh, Michigan uh, beat the hell out of them 29 to seven. I will say this. The Spartans look decent in that first drive minus the penalties. They're one of those teams that's just not disciplined, shooting themselves in the foot, stupid penalties all the damn time, ruining ruining things for them. Michigan is playing quite well. Uh, like a top four team. I don't know if they can go all the way. There's some terrific teams ahead of them. Hell, I don't even know if Michigan beats Bama, frankly. Uh, Bama still has a shot to be a uh, playoff team. If Georgia beats Tennessee, that opens the door for Bama, frankly. We shall see. But anyway, Michigan beats Michigan State. They play uh, Rutgers next. Does not even know who Michigan State plays. Doesn't matter. But the big story was the news after the game. Uh, first of all, as Michigan State is leaving the field, some guy reaches over and 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 pats Mel Tucker on his uh, bald black head like he owes him money or something. And Mel got pissed. First of all, I'll say this. I don't really know shit about this Mel Tucker guy. All I know is that when he's on the sideline, he has resting pissed off face. He's constantly got a look on his face like he's getting ready to murder somebody. It's like, this is not a guy 
that you do not want to fuck with. Um, audio check, video check. And here is, uh, here's what happened. This, this dude leans over and, and pats him on his bald black head and watch, watch this response by Mel Tucker. Oh. And then this dude laughs right in his face. Now you have to so just touching the head. He's like, motherfucker. And then this guy laughing cracks me up. Now you have to punch <laughs> so, all right. Now that's obviously this guy is just pissed off. He didn't like anybody touching him. I don't blame him. I wouldn't want anybody touching me either. But damn it, that's funny. I love that that happened. All right. That's how it goes. That's a rivalry between Michigan and Michigan State. And then after the game, though, after the game, those teams, they uh, they go into the tunnel. And this is so fucked up. I don't know why this is, but they have it set up where both teams leave at the same spot as old tunnel. And the, the teams are like intermingling. And, you know, I don't know why you wouldn't hold back your team. If you don't want trouble, you don't want to, you don't want these teams intermingling, but, but they do. And so the next thing that's going to happen is someone's going to say something and get the shit kicked out of them. Some dumbass Michigan player decides to be in the area where the Michigan state players are and the Michigan state players beat the shit out of them. Watch this. Hold on. I got to make sure I got this. I don't have it. Thank God I caught it. That would have been embarrassing. Okay, so you see all these white helmets, all these guys here. There's one Michigan guy in this, and they're beating the shit out of him. Look at You can't even see him. Look at Get the fuck out of here. So they end up kicking that guy's ass and sending him on his way. And, and rightfully so, you should. I mean, if Michigan guy is going to get lippy and all in that sea of Spartan green and white, yeah, you kick his ass. I mean, how much damage can they really do? Oh, Jesus. Look at this dude. This dude, I'm not getting in the middle of that. Fuck that shit. He didn't do anything. He didn't even move. All right. Now that turns out to be a problem. Um, the A bunch of players were like suspended. I guess uh, uh, after the game, Harbaugh uh, talked about how uh, two of his players were assaulted and one of them like hurt his nose. Uh, all right. Who knows? Maybe the guy said something terrible and he deserved. I would say, I would say just on stupidity, uh, he deserved everything he got. If you have, if you are dressed in maize and blue, you do not go near where the Spartans are because they're going to beat the shit out of you. And you don't, you definitely don't talk shit. And you know that that dumbass had to have talked shit. He had to have said, I doubt that he was walking through with all those guys in Spartan uniforms saying, hey, guys, 
Uh, that was a great game. Uh, better luck next year. You guys got a lot of talent. I, I, I seriously doubt he was saying anything sweet to those dudes. He was talking shit. So the Spartans beat the fuck out of him. So he probably deserved it. So in my opinion, Harbaugh should have gotten up there on the press conference because Harbaugh is a schmuck too. I can't stand that guy. Harbaugh should have gotten up there in the press conference and said, yep, this is what happens when our players run their mouths. You get the fuck kicked out of you uh, when you act like an asshole. So I fully support Michigan State beating the shit out of our players. And let this be a lesson. If any Spartan player ever decides to talk shit, we are going to kick the fuck out of them and I expect the coach, Mel Tucker, uh, to support that maneuver. Uh, I, I, Jim Harbaugh, support the Spartans in beating the shit out of our guy. He should not have said anything. He's an asshole. And that's what happens to people who run their fucking mouths. Now, that would have been old school. But nobody's going to do that these days because everybody's a huge pussy and gets offended and acts like this is the end of the world. So Ward Manuel of Michigan was all bent out of shape. Said, oh, the Big Ten's got to investigate. We gotta, fuck that shit. They're fine. Who gives a shit? It's football. My God, in hockey, that happens every game. Except two guys actually beat the shit out of each other. And then they shake hands and skate away. Fucking football. Bunch of pussies. Well, anyway, so that's that. Uh, MSU has now has already suspended these guys, four of them. Uh, four players are suspended from the Spartans, according to an announcement from head football coach Mel Madface Tucker. Zion Young, Angelo Gross, Kari Crump, and Tank Brown were suspended as of Sunday night. Coach Tucker said the decision came after reviewing the disturbing Electronic evidence collected. To, what do you mean disturbing? They shoved the guy a little bit. Hold on a second. I can't take yeah, they were like pushing and shoving him. No big deal. The guy walked away like, oh, shit, I'm not going to do that again. Lesson learned. Coach Tucker said the decision came after reviewing the disturbing footage. Michigan State University Vice President and Director of uh, Athletes, Alan uh, Haller, seconded the uh, announcement with both Coach Tucker and Haller promising to work with law enforcement officials as they investigated. You're getting the cops involved? Come on. What a waste of time. The players were suspended after a fight broke out in the tunnel. The MSU players were accused of assaulting the Michigan athletes. Good. They should have. Coach Tucker says the suspensions will remain until police wrap up their investigations. Our core, our core values and the responsibility that comes with wearing a Spartan green and white jersey must never be compromised, Coach Tucker said. Uh, the health and safety of our student athletes, coaches, personnel, and the Spartan community remain our number one priority. We will go burn couches now in the streets, he may have said. You have my promise that we are committed to fairness, transparency, and accountability, and that we will continue to take appropriate action in this matter. 
Give me a break. Oh. You know, I tell you what. You remember back in the 1970s? Like Woody Hayes, the legendary coach from Ohio State. He used to punch players on the sideline. The one deal where the kid from Clemson picked it off against Ohio State, and then he runs out of bounds, and Woody Hayes was so fucking pissed, the head coach walked up to the kid and punched him right in the fucking face. Yes. That, that is where we need to be. And it wouldn't. it's not going to start right away. But we needed Harbaugh and Tucker to meet beforehand and say, all right, we got to go back to the 1970s, so let's support the action that happened. We need to be, we need to turn the tide. We got to quit being so fucking woke on this shit. And Tucker's going, yeah, hell yeah. Okay, great. Jim Harbaugh needs to say, well, I talked to our guys. I told them to not go near there, and the dumb fuck went there. So he deserved everything that he got. And that's where it ends. But no. We've got to do it this way, and everybody's a huge pussy. Jesus. Ridiculous. Kenny, who's kind of a woke puss, says coaches punching players is not okay okay either. Shut up. Absolutely it's okay. When we need to start and college and work our way down to Pop Warner. If you're old enough to put on a helmet, You're old enough to get punched in the face, I say. All right. So there you go. That was like the big game. And it wasn't really a big game because Michigan State sucks. Meanwhile, first of all, I lost in fantasy football. Jesus, I was doing well because my Falcons defense uh, uh, scored points. So that was huge. I was like, oh man, I'm going to win this damn thing. But whoever is show me them TDs who I was playing, uh, caught fire. Uh, Derek Moore for Carolina. He had a huge game, 27 and a half points. Uh, Jamal Williams, who was a running back for the Lions. He had a huge game. That sucks. And I ended up losing man. Jesus. I thought I was going to win that one, but no, I fall. Um, but no surprise. I, uh, I didn't sit down and watch the lions, but I saw they were up seven, nothing. And then I saw they were up 14, nothing. And then I saw they were up 21 to seven in the first half. And I said, not a problem. This is, they are going to lose this game. It always works out. Teams have a tendency to adjust on them and especially in the back half of the game, beat the shit out of them, and that's exactly what happened. By the way, Tua is is fucking great. I hope that that guy does not get hurt anymore because I love the way that guy plays football, okay? Uh, he's awesome. And then you got uh, Tyreek Hill, <clears throat> excuse me, Tyreek Hill, who's an asshole, but he's really good. And Jalen Waddle, you knew that they were going to catch fire, and they did. They outscore the Lions 24 to 6 on the back half of that game and they win. And uh they they win at uh, 31 to um uh what what was the score? 31 to doesn't matter. Lions lost. They are now 1 and 6. 
Uh, one and six, the worst team in the NFL. Uh, Dan Campbell. Oh my God, man. I really like Dan Campbell, but he stinks. <laughs> this is so bad. Holy shit. He is now in his career with the lions. Cause last year he started out oh and 10 before he went three wins, three losses and a tie. And the big hope was, okay, you know, drafted a bunch of good players who uh, at least we thought to be good players. Um, I guess the, the, the verdict isn't in yet for um, Aiden Hutchinson, but Aiden Hutchinson on the year has 11 solo tackles and a few sacks, and that's it. Uh, but now Dan Campbell added to uh, his uh, uh, three wins, three losses. Wait a minute, three wins, 13 losses, and one tie last year. One and six. He is four wins, 19 losses, and a tie for an 18%, just over 18% winning percentage. Um, so he's going to get fired, but when? He's not going to turn it around. Do they let him ride out the whole year? I don't know how this can be. How can you have a coach who is, I mean, what could he possibly be doing that is that terrible? I mean, like if you were to get the ghost of Newt Rockney and Vince Lombardi and then have them have a sit down with uh, Bill Walsh and Bill Belichick and they were to uh, examine all of the things that he's doing wrong, would there be glaring problems other than the losses that happened during the practices? Is it something in the practices? Is it the coaches? It's well, What is happening here? How can they be that fucked up? Oh, my God. And, you know, everybody like, oh, my God, they're going to at least double their victories. Now, even if they doubled their victories from last year, it's still shitty. It's still six wins, 11 losses. They may regress. Okay, so um, they have 10 more games. Um, that means they would have to go three and seven on the year. Wait a minute, right? Yes. Uh, to have four wins and 13 losses, three and seven. So that is the goal going forward. Three and seven on the year. That is so fucking pathetic to have a goal as a fan of three wins and seven losses to finish out the year. Oh, my God. Well, good news is they keep fucking this shit up. They're going to get another great draft pick. But honestly, what does it even matter now? It doesn't. They, they can draft. They can keep drafting great players. I was talking with my brother, Paul. He was born in 1960. I was born in 1970. We're talking about how much Alliance suck. I go, Paul, it's one thing for me from 1970 to now to have there been only one playoff win from the time that I've been alive. But that also goes back to you. You were born in 1960. 60 to now. One playoff win. 
you have to go back to 1957 when they won the NFL championship before there was even a Super Bowl that they would have uh, uh, won a playoff game. 1957. Fuck. Oh, my God. The worst coaching uh, win percentage ever was Marty Morningweg, who went five wins, 27 losses. Campbell has to go uh, two and eight to not be as bad as him. All right. If he gets to 27 losses, and just four wins. That means he is the worst. You gotta. I mean, he. We are looking back fondly on the days of like uh, Rod Marinelli, who took the Lions to an zero and sixteen record one year, but has ten wins for his career. We're looking back fondly on um, Marty Morningweg and uh, Matt Patricia for fuck's sake, and Rod Marinelli. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. Wayne Fonts, career record, 61 wins, 61 losses. The last time they had a winning coach, it was the black guy. What was the black guy? Jim Caldwell. And he got fired for being black. Caldwell, 11 and 5. Seven and nine, nine and seven. He was fired with a nine and seven record, a winning record. They fired him because he's black. And then they brought in shitty white guys to fuck everything up. You had Patricia. He's a scumbag. Fuck that guy. And then you bring in this nice rah-rah, bite your kneecaps coach, and he sucks tons of dick, too. Holy shit. My God. Embarrassing. All right. Thank you so much to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV 616-532-6600. Man, a great place to get your vehicles repaired right the first time. In fact, they're hiring. If you have experience, reach out to them, 616-532-6600. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV online at ER Vines. ER Vines, that's Irvine's. It's not IR, it's ER. Irvine's.com. Check out all the amazing Google reviews that they have about their unbelievably fantastic business at Irvine's Auto Repair. So if you're in West Michigan and you need to get your vehicle serviced, uh, this is where you need to go. They will get it right the first time. I'm telling you. Uh, A&E Heating and Cooling. Get a new furnace installed. Ask about financing. I saw that they posted on Facebook, and that's something that I haven't mentioned, but... um. You know, if you are installing a furnace or an air conditioner, you might be like, well, yeah, but um, I I want to make payments on that. They have all those options available for you. 616-516-8579. Don't be worried about whether or not that furnace is going to break down in the dead of winter, for God's sake. Uh, But don't take my word for it. Just trust 
Uh, my friends at A&E Heating and Cooling, go ahead. They encourage you to go get a couple of estimates from any other companies you want. Joe Martinez and his crew will beat what the other guys charge. 616-516-8579. The best news, they're installing the Comfort Maker brand, which is America's number one uh, brand of furnace and or air conditioner as rated by Consumer Reports. They're so good, in fact, that the the people who install them, like Joe Martinez, they have to pass a certification. It takes like three months of, of unbelievable training in order to do this, okay? It's like going back to school. And they don't just let anybody install. There's only one comfort maker installer that is trusted, and that is Joe Martinez. It's the Mercedes-Benz of furnaces and air conditioners. But because of Joe Martinez and what you're paying for it, you won't pay for it like it's the top brand. It'll just be installed like the top brand, and it is. Meanwhile, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. NMLS number 3035. If you're in the market for a mortgage, this is what you do. And I'm hearing that the price of homes is coming down. Hallelujah. If you're uh, looking for a home right now, it's ridiculous. It has been. And that's because the demand has been so high. But the Fed, they've been raising that that interest rate. So people are like uh, cooling down the housing market. And that was by design. So the inflation is starting to get into check. So over time, that is lowering the cost of a house. So do it. In fact, it's seen the biggest jump from or the uh, biggest reduction from August to September in the history of them following those numbers. Reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team, 231-332-6505. Okay. I've got, believe it or not, a couple more sports things that I need to talk about just because they're interesting stories. And you're not going to believe it. But one of them is a NASCAR story. Thanks to Joey Williamson for tipping me off about this. And uh, because, you know, it's got to be really something that I find interesting for me to talk about because I don't give a shit about NASCAR, really. But this story, I do. It's a story of how Ross Chastain snuck into the playoffs, the final four playoffs, for playoffs, NASCAR has this playoff system that I don't know shit about it, but I think the way they do it is the drivers uh, compete, and then if they uh, they each race, the field gets smaller and smaller and smaller of the playoffs. And then in the final race, it's down to like four guys. And then in that final race, that's when they determine who the champion is. I think that's how it works. But anyway, this dude, Ross Chastain, who I'd never heard of him, until uh, this weekend's race did something remarkable. And I'm actually going to share it with you. So what I need you to do right now is just sit there because I got to pee. All right. Here you go. Thank you so much. And I will be right back. Hello, friends. Um, all right. Let's take a jaunt around the radio dial. Uh, once again. Uh, no word about um, you-know-who, uh, St. Gaslight. Uh, nothing coming down the pipe. Don't know what's going on, and I don't think anything has been talked about today about St. Gaslight.
I don't know why I can't hear anything. Check, check. Hello? Where's my audio? Well, maybe there it is. Hello? Hello? No, I, I can't. I can't hear it. I don't know why. I don't know what I did wrong. That is weird. Normally, I'm able to uh, do that. Well, I guess we'll uh, come back to that another time. No big deal. Uh, anyway. I was uh, I was talking about this deal with the uh, NASCAR race, and um, so yeah, this is in uh, Martinsville, North Carolina, South Carolina, Martinsville, South Carolina. I think I don't know. Um, the guy who wins the race doesn't matter. His name is Christopher Bell. He won the race, so he gets into the championship four. Try to stay with me here. I swear it's in Virginia. Thank you. Uh, I swear this is interesting. Even if you do not care about NASCAR, this is interesting because of what happens in order for this win to take for this, uh, this dude, shut up, Corey. That's it. Sorry. Out. sit down. I can't, how the fuck do you expect me to do this show with that type of heckling? Jesus. Uh, the guy who's the interesting part is this dude named Ross Chastain. He's got to, uh, at some point get a certain point. He's got to pass Denny Hamlin, Hamlin, number 11 and Ross Chastain. Number one have been like feuding with each other during the season. According to my pal, Joey Williamson. Okay. And so. Uh, here they are, the final two laps of this race. There's the push. He gets to the inside. Now, none of the cars you see here factor in what I what is interesting. Up on the curve for the lead. Bell to the inside. Oh, and more contact behind him. The six gets shoved up the racetrack by Larson. Okay, so there's two storylines here. One, what you just saw with Bell, who's eventually going to win this race. And this number one car here, this is Ross Chastain. He has to beat number 11, Denny Hamlin. Ross Chastain trying to get by the nine. Again, that points battle to determine who is the final championship four driver. Now Bell pulling away with those fresher tires. Need the nine right here, Ram. The announcers are fucked up because they're announcing him. He's talking about Bell. He's talking about something that we're not looking at right now. Keselowski way up the racetrack. Briscoe on the outside three wide. His championship hopes starting to falter. So the announcer is talking about the guys on the, on the lead who are going to win the race. But the camera's on Ross Chastain. As Briscoe falls back through the field, though, that's another spot for Denny. Potentially, you see Denny right there. They're tied again. The tiebreaker goes to Chastain. Coming up on two to go. Denny knocks the 24 up the racetrack. Chastain Gordon sounds like a dirt uh, uh, dork. Anybody in front of him to go past? He's too far away from everybody. Less than two laps. Okay, keep your eye on this number one car. I'm telling you. Trying to do it again. He's already won his way to the next round. 
Again, the announcers are talking about the guys who you don't see right now. The, the camera's on number one here, though. From Charlotte, one lap to go. Christopher Bell. If he wins, the one and the 11, fighting for every point right now. Denny Hamlin, two-point favorite to get in as the championship four. Okay, so Bell's going to win. That means that number one car and number 11, Denny Hamlin, whoever wins between those two gets into the final four. Bell out of turn four. He's going to do it. He's Okay, so Bell's now won. And number one here is behind number 11. Watch what he does. He's going to do it. He's won his way into the championship. Let's go get a championship. And the final point right at the line. The one of Chastain past Hamlin. What he did was he was way behind Hamlin. What this fucking guy did, this uh, 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 Ross Chastain, he put his car on the wall. And is sideswiping the wall and using that to keep uh, to keep him from flying off the track, but is mashing the gas as hard as it will go. So he's gonna go. He's gonna fuck up his car massively, but he's only got one half lap or less. So he's going a high rate of speed, faster than everybody else, and blows by all these fucking cars, including number eleven. And beats the fucker at the line, even though he's fucking up his car. He's gonna do it. He's won his way into the championship. Here he comes. See him? Look at right at the line. The one of Chastain passed. The FedEx car is Hamlin. That's the guy who he had to catch up. Look at how much ground this fucking guy makes up. Right now. Denny Hamlin, two-point favorite to get in as the championship four. Bell out of turn four. He's going to do it. He's won his Look at him. into the championship. Look at how far ahead. Ham- this is Hamlin right here at the bottom of the track. And here comes this fucking maniac mashing the gas and sideswiping the wall. Let's go get a championship. And the point right at the line. The one of Chastain past Hamlin. It was a video game move off into turn three. He put the car against the wall. These are his teammates that... um. Changes tires and shit, his pit crew and whatever. Watch it. They're 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 seeing that happen. Oh, wide open all the ra- all the way around turn three and four. Chastain, Elliott Bell, and Logano are gonna fight for a championship in Phoenix. Take a look at what he did. I have never seen anything you like that before in my you life. <laughs> wide open. That was a great view. For a championship in Phoenix. Take a look at what look at he this. Did. I have never seen anything you like that before in my you life. Wide open around the wall in three and four at Martinsville. Unbelievable. Holy shit. That's incredible. Chris says, Snowflakes will probably claim he put everyone in danger and cancel him. Uh, Kenny says, it seems like a trick from NASCAR video games and has never been done in real life before this. And then the guy even said that exact thing. (laughs) That was fucking sweet. Oh, my God. You see, now I'm interested. Uh, Joey's right. 
Uh, that was that was. Uh, I, I I am actually interested now in that final race, in which uh, they will determine. I don't even understand how the playoffs work. I think I got it right, where you win and then the field narrows a little bit more. But my God! And then Aram says, "Why doesn't everyone do that? Who knows? I, maybe they will now." Uh, the situation called for it, I guess. He's like, I got nothing to lose. Here we are, final lap, and I got to pass this guy, so I'm going to try this. And it fucking worked. Holy shit. Good for that guy. Exciting. Okay. Um, there's one more football thing that I wanted to get into, and that is the um, – so Atlanta and Carolina played. And uh, both teams kind of stink. Carolina had two wins coming in, but they had just recently beat the Bucks, uh, Tampa, who sucks. And uh, Atlanta, they kind of suck, too. They've only got, like, three wins this year. So the uh, the NFC South blows. It's all shit teams, you know? So the game is, uh, is, is winding down, and uh, Carolina is down by six points. All right? And um, referring to the uh, NASCAR thing, Chris says it main Chris says it was like a Mario Kart booster arrow. <laughs> Holy fuck. It's true. Um, so in this game though, Carolina is uh they're they're like 70 yards from the end zone and they they throw a Hail Mary pass. Uh PJ Walker, the quarterback who I've never heard of, throws it like a mile. And it it he, uh, this dude comes down with it touchdown holy shit DJ Moore uh, successfully hauled it in I always love the old hail mary and that's what happened here check this out Walker on first down moving to his left and now Walker fires downfield looking for DJ Moore wow now if you know what happened here don't say it. Don't say what the problem is. What is the problem with all of this? Because he catches, he catches this touchdown. I'm asking, I'm asking rhetorically. I don't really want you to answer. And now Walker fires downfield, looking for DJ Moore. Oh Makes a diving catch for a Panthers touchdown. Wow, 62 yards. Carolina has tied the game. Oh my goodness. You may notice DJ Moore, uh, after he caught that touchdown pass, he whips off his helmet, which is a problem. That is a, uh, a massive 15 yard penalty. And they assess it on the extra point. So, the extra point, I mean, is kind of a chip shot, but not exactly. I mean, they, they've moved it out over the years, but it turns out that after that, uh, the extra point becomes a uh, a pretty long kick, a 48-yard kick, and the kicker missed it. So now it's tied, and it goes into overtime. So because the dickhead took off his helmet, and then the kicker botches it to win the game, now it's in overtime. All right. So they're in overtime now. And uh, the Falcons have the ball. And then uh, 
Marcus Mariota. He drops back to pass in overtime, and watch what happens here. On second down, play action. Mariota going deep, and this pass is picked off. He was looking for Bird. C.J. Henderson with the interception, the return inside the 25-yard line of the Falcons. So now the Panthers will have an opportunity to win this game in overtime. And it started up front with the hit on Mariota. That's why you saw this dead duck that was thrown out there. Matt Ioannidis does a great job not allowing Marcus Mariota to step into that throw. And because he couldn't step into that throw, C.J. Henderson all over it. Demir Bird tried to stop him from getting the interception, couldn't do it and sets up the Panthers' offense for great field position. And All right, so now the game's over, right? You know, the, I mean, he went out of bounds at, like, the 18-yard line. No big deal. Uh, Eddie Pinero, the guy who missed the 48-yard extra point, he comes on to win it, and he fucks it up again. He missed again. Jesus. Nobody wants to win this game. The Panthers sure as hell don't. Uh, then Marcus Mariota, he got a long run as the uh, as the Falcons got the ball back. And then uh, this, this happened this way. Of course it happened this way. Two minutes remaining in overtime from 41 yards out. And, of course, it's good. It's good. So all of that, what a bunch of assholes. Uh, football is just, I mean, sports in general is just full of assholes. Just people fucking shit up all the time. My God. From the dick who took his helmet off. How do you do that? And then uh, and then the kicker chokes not once, but twice. Uh, the, the, the line, the Panthers found a way to be the Lions there. That, oh my God, that is... That is uh, that is exactly right. That is something that would happen to the Lions. A lot of football left to be played. You never know. You never know how the Lions are going to lose football games. Jesus. So that was uh, that was that was spectacular. Uh, all right. Thank you to the Kent County Health Department for being on board with the show. AccessKent.com/slash/health. You guys are awesome. Uh, if you need anything, if you're a resident of Kent County or whatever health department that you are involved with, wherever you live, the WIC program is for you, women, infant, children. Uh, but that's not the half of it. It's basically keeping people from being hungry, keeping food on the table. If uh, for whatever reason things aren't working out and you need food, uh, go there and find out if you qualify or reach out, accesskent.com health. The phone number is right on the website. And uh, put in a call. Find out if you qualify. Um, and you know, seriously, you gotta. I, some people are like, I don't want to do that. I want to, you know, they're you're prideful. You don't, you don't. Uh, but I mean, seriously, if you're having a hard time feeding the family, uh, reach out to my friends at the Kent County Health Department. Help could be just a phone call away. Thank you to them. Accesskent.com/health. Looking for something fun to do in Grand Rapids? TC Paintball. TC Paintball. Gr.com. Book an event today. Wednesdays, you got Kids Day with the Little League and the Teen League going on. Uh, Ladies Day is going to get started right back up again very soon. TCPaintballGR.com, our next paintball outing. We are going to give away a brand new set of cornhole boards. 
valued at $300. These are made by my friends at Cornhole America. Absolutely perfect. Uh, one of the boards has TC Paintball. One of the boards has my logo with uh, me looking ridiculous, bent over. Where my ass is, is the hole. Thank you to tcpaintballgr.com. We haven't yet scheduled Paintball War number 21, but it's coming. Book an event at TC Paintball for you and your uh, and your pals, neighborhood kids, maybe bachelor party, team building at work, tcpaintballgr.com. You will love it. And then, my friends at Blue Frost IT, bluefrostit.com, the managed IT uh, service provider for the Eric St. Show podcast for your small or medium-sized business. If you're looking for a tech upgrade, this is who you need to call. A short consultation, free, of course, as to what your uh, business is all about, what uh, what your tech needs are. They will assess and tell you, hey, this would work best for your business. They'll help you in your purchase and help you set it up. And then they will become your managed IT service provider for any future uh, work that you might need done. Uh, in the event of you need any upgrades or things like that or updates to your systems, Blue Frost IT, the number one tech company in Michigan, as voted on by their peers. Thank you. All right. Um, this weekend in nudity, we need to go back to the well of Madonna. Madonna is once again taking off her clothes. She does this on Instagram with her weirdo face, which, God, it just looks hideous to me. It's so bad. Uh, Madonna, I don't know. We, we do this every time. What is her age? About 79? Madonna age. 64 years old. And this to me is just fucking sad. We've seen many videos of her, and I'm going to share another. Another. Uh, uh, this is just a screen grab from her Instagram. Madonna goes topless in a gold corset on her Instagram story. You are going to see Madonna's tits right now. And they're big, and they look ridiculous. Everything about this is ridiculous and strange. No one sees this and says, that's hot. It's just freakish. She has uh, a lollipop over one nipple and I think like a money bag over the other nipple. The corset makes it look even more weird. Her face is stretched. She's got stretched face disease. Doesn't look anything like the Madonna that we all remember. Oh, my God. Oh, how horrible is this? She's got this absurd bunt. And the corset is just pulling in all this fat and then just kind of pushing it down to her fupa area. The legs are not toned. They look like fuck. The tits are a disaster. The hair looks like shit. Her face is a ghoul. It's hideous. How does she look at it and say, yes, this is what I want to do. This looks great. 
This is awesome. It, there, there's so much bunt that you can't even see her labia. Typically, when a woman wears something this tight, you will see those big muff lips that are there. But you can't even see that because the bunt is 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 pushing down into the labia. It's just a super labe. Wow. Ugh. Who looks at that and says, yeah, man, that's awesome. Uh, Paul says she looked older at 30. Maureen says she's unrecognizable. Uh, her boobs are going to cause them to throw up on your channel, says Mitch. Her face is scary. That's against TOS here on Twitch, RIP. Green face, someone should tell Madonna that no one wants to see that shit. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, all right. I don't know. I mean, doesn't she have kids that are like older? Don't think of my, I mean, seriously, your tits look like shit. You don't, you don't look good. Is this going to be JLo one day? I mean, cause I remember Madonna when she was like JLo's age, she actually looked pretty good 10 years ago, but I mean, uh, oh boy. Father time undefeated. So rough. Um, she wore her red hair styled long and straight, framing her bare chest and cinched waist in a gold corset. That looks painful. That is gross. <laughs> Got to shake it. Uh, not my penis. Just shake, shake it. Uh, shake that for my brain. Um, on this day in nudity, we've got something else going on as a uh, top draft pick, first round draft pick for the San Antonio Spurs. His career is over. Uh, Josh Primo is his name. He was a first round draft pick in 2021 for the San Antonio Spurs. Number 12 overall. Tons of promise had been performing well, was getting improved all last year and was uh, with the basketball season just starting this year. He was uh, getting better and better, okay? And then before Friday night's game, they said, yep, he's off the team. We just cut him. He's gone. They're like, why? What happened? Uh, the, move, the move came as a shock to many considering the team had recently picked up the promising second-year pros third-year option for the 2023-2024 season to fully guarantee his $4.3 million salary. So I guess no matter what happens here, he still gets the money. Well, what could he have possibly done that could warrant him to be suddenly off the season or off the team for the, for the remaining? Well, he's gone. Uh, at the start of the season, in his four appearances this season, Primo averaged seven points, four and a half assists, 3.3 rebounds per game on 23.3 minutes a night. But no more. He's gone. What do you have to do to have that happen? Okay? You got to do something 
to a woman, that's bad. And in this case, you got to show a woman your cock because that's what Josh Primo did. He was walking around the basketball office showing his cock to women who work for the basketball team. And that is a big no-no. Less than 24 hours after the Spurs wave, Josh Primo report has emerged detailing the alleged circumstances. Remember, you got to say alleged. You can't just like say it happened. I don't want to get a letter from Josh Primo uh, with him complaining about something I said. Anyway, uh, but I'm just going to risk it. Josh Primo showed people his dick. ESPN's Ramona Shelburne and Adrian Wojnarski reported Saturday Primo's sudden departure from the franchise was in connection with multiple allegations that the 19-year-old reportedly exposed himself to women. The Athletics' Shams Sharnaria later reported a former Spurs woman employee has alleged Primo exposed himself to her. She could seek legal action after hiring attorney Tony Busby, who recently represented the 24 women in the sexual misconduct lawsuits against Browns and former Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson. So she hired the right guy. She's like, motherfucker, don't show me your dick. Where's the lawyer that represents all those women that are suing Deshaun Watson? That's the guy you want. San Antonio made the decision to part ways with Primo before the Friday night game. In a brief statement announcing his release, Spurs CEO R.C. Buford said the team hoped the decision will serve the best interest of both the organization and Joshua in the long run. You see, if you're an organization like the Spurs and the news comes out like uh, that of one of your employees doing something terrible, you're supposed to do what they're doing. God forbid if you're a company, uh, hypothetically speaking, I don't know, uh, uh, a radio company, uh, you know, with radio stations all across the country, publicly traded, and you find out that uh, in this hypothetical situation that one of your employees beat the shit out of a chick and the chick bangs on the door of the uh, company and says, hey, your guy beat the shit out of me. If the radio company then says, okay, we'll handle it. Uh, Thanks for the info. And then doesn't do anything. That makes the radio company look to be uh, complicit in the activity. You see how that works? You know, nobody wants that. You got to fucking cut ties with the uh, guy who allegedly did that. You know, I mean, fuck you. Josh Primo released a statement. I think he's owning it. He says, I know that you all are surprised by today's announcement. I've been seeking help to deal with previous trauma I suffered. See, that's what you do. When you show your cock to someone, you got to, you know, make up a scenario that something bad happened to you when you're a kid, like, I don't know, Chicago gangs, for example. You could, that's all hypothetical, of course. Um, And then you blame it on that to save your ass Uh, previous trauma. I suffered. I will now take this time to focus on my mental health treatment more fully. I hope to be able to discuss these issues in the future so I can help others who have suffered in a similar way. I appreciate privacy at this time. 
This person writes, getting way for mental health, forfeiting $8 million for mental health. Doesn't sound right. Spurs, uh, Spurs, an organization would have for sure let you take time away to get right, not waive you. Well, I don't know. Maybe this person doesn't realize that the accusation was that Josh Primo was showing his dick to people. I don't care how fucking fucked up you are. I mean, if if I'm 19 and I make four, $4 million a year and um, for the first 18 years of my life, uh, I was raped every day. No matter what happened to me, I am not going to show my dick to an unsuspecting person. I don't give a shit what happened to me. I don't care what trauma happened to me. I'm not going to show my dick to anyone. Okay? There's a time and a place to show your dick to someone, and it is not when some intern is making copies on the machine and you just walk up and show them your dick. Jesus. The hell is wrong with people? Thank you to Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. The flooring installer for the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you are in West Michigan, reach out to them, 616-318-0167. For Bennett Flooring Installation. The flooring I want you to buy, I want you to get it from Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home. I should say Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Two stores, one umbrella, Johnson's. Johnson's has the main showroom. Awesome, the best service. And then the discount outlet. Also good service, but basically you just walk in and say, what do you got? It's all in there. Go look. Let me know what you want. Okay, great. It's a it's a warehouse, for God's sake. Pick out what you want. You're going to pay a lot less than any place else in the entire state of Michigan. I promise you that. And then you're going to throw in a 10% discount when you use my name. Say, Eric Zane sent me 10% off. They'll write that into the cost. Get your flooring from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Well worth the trip, no matter where you are coming from in Michigan. Because you're going to spend more money on gas if you're coming from far away. But you will pay so much more at any other flooring place. I promise you. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Batting last in the order. This uh, this morning, Bosco's Pub. Online at boscospub.com. Terrific place for hamburgers, uh, drinks, Cold beers, you know, pub food. Watch the big game at Bosco's Pub. They had a crowd there watching the Michigan game this past weekend. Bosco's Pub, part of Terra Square. Love them so much. Hang out with my friends at Bosco's. All right, this show's getting a little long in the tooth. About to get on with the rest of the day. More podcasting coming up to be sure on Patreon. I would love to see you here on Patreon. Uh there on Patreon, I should say. So if you're enjoying the free podcast, please consider signing up and we can have more podcasting fun to get you through your day. All right. But we have the asshole of the day. If you have a nomination, please reach out. Uh, John Shelley, the Baptist hate preacher, was your asshole of the day for Friday. Uh, brought to you by my friends at TC Paintball. TC Paintball. Who is going to be the asshole of the day? You uh, have a shopping spree at craft stores for your old Pell Eric Zane. The head found in Mexico. That was rough. 
Uh, Eric Burton, lead singer of the Black Pumas. Oh, my God, he murdered the anthem. He tried so hard. I've actually felt kind of bad for that guy. Joe Biden says there's 54 states. Michigan, Michigan State, stupid fight, overreaction. Lions suck. Jesus, Carolina, Atlanta, Ross Chastain, Madonna nudity. Uh, not to mention, dumbass for the San Antonio Spurs, showing his wiener to everybody. Uh, but none of those are the asshole of the day. The University of Tennessee for canceling uh, that sideline reporter for the Vols. That would be Casey Funderburg. Ridiculous. Come on now. Asshole of the day. Right there. UT. No way in hell UT that uh, UT is going to beat Georgia, by the way. No way in hell. Mark it down. Bob says, asshole of the day, Madonna. Come on now. That's ridiculous. By the way, uh, I got an uh, an email, and uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Cheryl writes, hey, Eric. I have been enjoying your lovely podcast through Twitch for approximately eight months. Twitch has recently started prompting me to subscribe to your podcast per the email chain below. I've been signed up for a year as of February, 2022 is there a subscription to Twitch needed. Come on, man. Maybe my credit card date expired. Let me know. Thanks, Cheryl. I have no idea. I don't know what's going on with any of that. And if any of you have any information, Please let me know because, again, I'm not on your side of it. So if any of you, I mean, Corey is all over this shit. He knows what's going on with Twitch. Maybe he knows what's up. I don't know. I'm not even sure what's going on, if that's the case. Maybe that's just with you. I will look into it as best as I can. Okay, folks, thank you. Hold on a second. One more thing I got to check on because I might have breaking news here. Um, but I want to make sure. No, I don't have breaking news. Okay. Thank you, folks. That's going to do it. Till next time, I'll talk to you down the road. Bye-bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.